0: You're listening to Bodhi Light Tales, the podcast for mindful people on the go. Hello, this is Miao Guang. Today's Bodhi Light Tale is Singalaka Seeks Refuge. Once, departing from Kosala, the Buddha traveled along the Ganges River and arrived at Venuvana Vihara near Rajagriha. There lived a wealthy young man named Singalaka. Each morning, he would wake up early and head to the nearby grove outside the city gates. With his clothes and hair soaked, he raised his joint palms to revere the cardinal directions. East, South, West, and North including the two vertical directions, above and below. Together, these are known as the six directions in Buddhism. One morning, the Buddha and his disciples went to beg for alms. They all saw Singalaka revering the six directions. The Buddha slowly approached him. Seeing the Buddha drawing closer, Singalaka stopped prostrating and asked him, Are you the Buddha? Yes, I am. What is your name? The Buddha asked kindly. Singalaka joined his palms and said, My name is Singalaka. I have heard much said about you for some time, but I have never had the chance to hear your teachings. The Buddha smiled and knew the time had come for Singalaka to learn his teachings. He asked, May I ask why you honor the six directions? It is because of my father. On his deathbed, he told me to revere the six directions of the earth and sky. After he passed away, I wished to keep honoring him. So I do this every day early in the morning. Singalaka replied. The Buddha then said, Singalaka, the six directions you revere are only names. In this vast multiverse, can one truly ever find north, south, east, west, above and below? Buddha, I have never thought about this until now. Singalaka replied, In our training to become noble ones, we also revere the six directions, the Buddha said. Singalaka asked, How should I revere the six directions like the noble ones? The Buddha replied, The six directions should be recognized in this way. The east as our parents, the south as our teachers, the west as our spouses, The north as our friends and relatives. Below as our colleagues and workers. Above as the monastics. Now, Singalaka, please listen carefully as I explain each of them to you. I'm listening, Buddha, Singalaka replied. The Buddha then taught Singalaka the following. As the east Children shall serve their parents in five ways. 1. Support them as they have supported us. 2. Inform them of major decisions. 3. Maintain family traditions. 4. Consider their suggestions. 5. Take care of your inheritance and make an offering on their behalf when they pass on. Served by their children, parents reciprocate with compassion in five ways. 1. Educate and keep them from doing bad. 2. Guide and encourage them in doing good. 3. Show kindness and teach them to learn widely. 4. Support them in the choice of a suitable partner. 5. Provide what they need to succeed in their careers. As the South, students shall serve their teachers in five ways. 1. Rise from their seats in homage and be willing to learn. 2. Praise them and be ready to be taught. 3. Respect the teacher and listen well. 4. Follow their instructions. Five. Not forgetting what they taught. Teachers served by their students show compassion to them in five ways. One. Kindly train and educate them well. Two. Teach what they do not know and broaden their knowledge. Three. Answer questions and ensure they understand the teachings. 4. Introduce them to good friends and associates to strengthen their network. 5. Teach them everything, withholding nothing. As the West, husbands shall serve their wives in five ways. 1. Treat each other with respect. 2. Be loyal and trustworthy. 3. Provide for and give them support. 4. Be considerate and loving. 5. Hand over authority in domestic matters. Wives served by their husbands show compassion in five ways. 1. Be well organized in household work. 2. Be respectful 3. Speak loving-kind words and not harshly 4. Follow his wishes 5. Consult him for major decisions As the North, friends and relatives shall serve their friends in five ways 1. Show them generosity if they are in need. 2. Greet them warmly always with respect and loving speech. 3. Share benefits equally amongst oneself and others. 4. Help them through hardships. 5. Treat each other with sincerity, never deceit. Friends served by their friends and relatives show compassion in five ways. 1. Encourage them and never allow indolence. 2. Advise them to be frugal, not wasteful. 3. Always inspire them with courage, never fear. 4. Shield and guard them against wrongdoing. 5. Praise each other, speaking only good and never bad. As below, employers shall serve their workers and colleagues in five ways. 1. Allocate work based on ability. 2. Provide them wages and food as you would yourself. 3. Give them reasonable time off work. 4. Provide medical help when needed so they recover quickly. 5. If profits are made, always share them. Workers and colleagues served by their employers show compassion in five ways. 1. Be willing to start early, work hard, And always be diligent. 2. Perform all duties with care. 3. Be loyal and only take as needed. 4. Be passionate about your tasks and always be disciplined in your work. 5. Praise and speak well of their good deeds. As above... Lay disciples shall serve monastics in five ways. 1. Act with kindness and refrain from killing or stealing. 2. Speak with kindness and refrain from lying. 3. Think with kindness and have no greed or anger. 4. Offer the necessities of clothing food, bedding, and medicine. 5. Keep an open house for them, allowing them to enter and leave freely. Monastics served by their lay disciples show compassion in six ways. 1. Guard them against evil. 2. Guide them to do good. 3. Teach them to be kind. 4. If they are unaware, always teach them the true dharma. 5. Clarify what they have already learned. 6. Constantly speak of the path to liberation. Singalaka. In the dharma of the noble ones, honoring one's parents as the East, one's teachers as the South, one's spouse in the West, one's friends and relatives as the North, one's workers and colleagues as below, and monastics as above is the proper way to honor the Six Directions. By applying oneself to these principles, one diligently advances on the path. Those who do this will make good friends and meet wise advisors. Also, one will give rise to the four immeasurable minds, that is, kindness, compassion, joy, and equanimity. Furthermore, one will be generous, speak good words, and practice the four means of embracing, that is, Embracing all sentient beings with generosity, kind words, altruism, and empathy. These are the true ways of filial piety, the Buddha kindly said. The Buddha's words and teachings illuminated Singalaka's mind, filling him with boundless joy. He said, Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Buddha. I will practice accordingly. I now wish to take refuge under you and follow your teachings. Please accept my request. Yes, be welcome, the Buddha said with his palms joined. Singalaka joined his palms as well and paid his respects to the Buddha. From that day on, He let go of his past unenlightened way of honouring the six directions. Henceforth, he placed his faith in the Buddha, Dharma and Sangha instead. This story teaches us our duties in domestic and social situations. It sets out a code of conduct for spiritual growth and maintaining positive social relationships. The Buddha's teachings on loving-kindness and goodwill towards all serve as an inspiration and support in our domestic and social situations. In this story, the Buddha teaches Singalaka how to properly honor the six directions. These directions do not literally refer to the east, west, north, south, above and below, but to the kinds of people that Singalaka will encounter in everyday life. Furthermore, it emphasizes comprehending the essence of practice, not merely practice for the sake of formality. The Buddha offered Singalaka advice on his duties to all directions. Despite the Buddha teaching this over 2,500 years ago, these values remain relevant today. To live is to act, and our actions can have negative or positive consequences for both ourselves and others. Buddhist principles can help us act in ways that benefit rather than harm others. Just as Venerable Master Xingyun says, one must live a virtuous life. Only then can it be called spiritual cultivation. One must find merit in their work. Only then can it be called achievement. This is Miao Guang. Thank you for listening to Bodhi Light Tales. Subscribe to Bodhi Light Tales and have stories delivered to you every week. May your day be filled with happiness and wisdom.